9.44 p.m. And it is October 9th. Tomorrow will be 10.10, but till then it's only 10.9.20.21. The year is almost over. I don't think I made any, like, big... It's weird. I need to go back. I didn't really... I have goals on my door that, like, these long-term goals, they might take a while. I need to, like, reassess what goals I've accomplished this year and what ones I still have left to accomplish. Some of them I accomplished. I feel like I accomplished a lot in 2020. Anyway, I mean 2021 and 2020. Shoot, every day I get up and just get moving. <laughs> and get out of bed and do something with my life. Like I feel like I've I've accomplished a lot um cause considering where I came from and what I was dealing with 3 4 years ago. Anyway, that's a conversation for another day. Uh shout out to all the folks that were uh helping a brother out, tipping, tipping a brother. Hey, if you do Instacart, DoorDash, like uh, you buy that stuff on there, orders, yeah, tip, 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 folks. Tip them, tip them. It's no joke. Sometimes I do some of them orders, I'm like, I'm I know I'm not getting paid adequately for this everything that's going involved in this and i'm getting scammed but (laughs) but hey um i appreciate the freedom the autonomy and um there's a whole lot of worse things i could be doing so yeah so shout out to all the folks that was tipping the brother um man i'm so tired i'm like i didn't i haven't slept since uh yesterday yeah anyway that's a whole nother story but uh somehow I powered through by the grace of god got myself a little little uh one of those little cold frappuccino starbucks beverages at the gas station so not at the actual starbucks but at the gas station that kind of helped me out I was pushing it close though. I was pushing it close so many times. It wasn't bad when I got out of the car and actually grabbed groceries. It was bad when I had to be sitting in the car and actually driving to people's houses. Sometimes it would be like a 10 minute drive. Like, oh boy. 10, 15 minutes sometimes. Like, oh snap. Yeah. And I had to turn on some crunk music, keep me awake. I'm not a regular listener of crunk music, but hey, it was helping me stay awake. So, uh, what else? What else we got going on? Uh, McCray has a new bop. That was pretty dope. Do people say bop still? It's okay for me to say that, or do I sound like a boomer as my oldest daughter tried to refer to me as? It's like she said, Are you a boomer? I'll never forget that. Anyway, yeah, Lecrae has a new song out with Andy Maneo. I don't even know what is he. I forgot what it's called. Ben Done It. Man, Lecrae and Andy Maneo got a good connection going on because that uh, that one song that was a a hit. Um, what song do they do together? I don't do the most, but I do a lot. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. There you go. There. Anyway. 
kind of digress. Anything else? Oh, shout out to my dear future wife. I don't know who you are. I don't know if I've met you yet, but soon we will come together. Looking forward to that. I actually will call you Rain High because that's what I'm going to call you in the book. Rain High, which means queen. All right. So recap. Second Samuel chapter 13. Second Samuel chapter 13. What happened? I look forward to the doing True the Bible episodes with my future wife and bring her on here. We just be talking, you know, chopping it up, getting into arguments over stuff. I'll just be picking art, just create arguments for the sake of arguments. It's fun. But it's it's gonna be all love though. Um Amna rapes Tamar. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty sad. So David's son. <sighs> Amnon was infatuated with Tamar and uh, yeah, raped her. And then Absalom was like, yeah, acted like he was cool for two years and then then was plotting though. He plotted and eventually had Amnon killed and we just got a whole soap opera going on. So amongst david's family because david this is why you don't marry a bunch of women my mom always said don't have don't have uh <laughs> more than don't have more than one kid by yeah multiple kids with multiple women yeah 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 try your best to only have all your kids with one woman it will save you a lot of headache and i'm going through that right now i'm so tempted i i wanted ooh, oh i forgot to tell my brother that he was he wrote a new book red leg shout out to him i meant to tell oh, i gotta do that before i go to bed send him these edits um man i'm so tired i, I can do it yeah i got it. i got it. we can do this it's not a whole lot but yeah he was saying um in his book Oh, he's talking about getting what do you call it a vasectomy? At he was only twenty because he had two kids before the age of twenty one or something like that. I think that's what the case. And so he went ahead and got snipped by my uncle, and uh, who's a urologist. Uh, shout out to him, Doctor Bullock. But yeah, uh, a legend in the in the urology game. But yeah, what's I going with all that? Yeah, him describing the pain that he was in and the soreness. I was like, oh, snap. I don't want to do all that. But also, I don't want to be out here like a certain celebrity comedian. I don't want to say his names, his name. But uh, y'all might know him. He has like seven kids by multiple women. And I ain't trying to be in that situation, man. I already got four. I'm kind of leaving the door open just in case my rain high wants to have like one. But then my brother's like, yeah, if you give her one, she's going to want a second one. <laughs> you give her a second one, she probably going to want at least a third one. So, no, man. So I might have to find somebody who already has kids. I don't know. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Where was I going with that? Yeah, don't have kids. Try- For those of y'all that got multiple baby mamas or whatever, kids by multiple men or women um yeah this isn't this isn't not at all like a slight on you or 
an attack on you. Like, I just know I understand because I know a lot of close people in my life who are going through that. All I'm saying is, yeah, for those of y'all who have not had kids, just think think about that or who are already have kids with one woman and they're thinking about doing it again. Just think of this. Yeah, just think that through because as you can clearly see, there's some drama going on with David's family. So, all right. So we're in Second Samuel chapter 14 and it says the title of this is Absalom Restored to David. Joab, son of Zariah, realized that the king's mind was on Absalom. So Joab sent someone to Tekoa to bring a wise woman from there. <laughs> Excuse me, I just drank a whole smoothie and I got hiccups now. How if you hear me? I got the hiccups. Anyway. How <clears throat> you Louisiana Master P fans would know what I'm talking about. All right. Man, Master P had a run when I was a kid. I'll never forget that, man. The No Limit Soldiers back in the day. Anyway. All right. He told her. Now my stomach's making funny noises. I don't know if y'all heard that. All right. He told her, pretend to be in mourning. Dress in mourning clothes and don't put on any oil. <clears throat> Act. Act like a woman who has been mourning for the dead for a long time. Go to the king and speak these words to him. Then Joab told her exactly what to say. When the woman from Tekoa came to the king, she fell face down to the ground, paid homage and said, Help me, your majesty. <clears throat> What's the matter? The king asked her. <clears throat> Sadly, I'm a widow. My husband died, she said. Your servant had two sons. They were fighting in the field with no one to separate them, and one struck the other and killed him. Now the whole clan has risen up against your servant and said, hand over the one who killed his brother so we may put him to death for the life of the brother he murdered. We will eliminate the heir. They would extinguish my one. We will eliminate the heir. They would extinguish my one remaining ember by not preserving my husband's name or posterity on earth. The king told the woman, go home. I will issue a command on your behalf. Then the woman of Tekoa said to the king, my lord, the king may any, my lord, the king may any blame be on me and my father's family and may the king and his throne be innocent. Whoever speaks to you, the king said, bring him to me. He will not trouble you again. She replied, please, may the king invoke the Lord your God so that the avenger of blood will not increase the loss and they will not eliminate my son. As the Lord lives, he vowed, not a hair of your son will fall to the ground. Then the woman said, please, may your servant speak a word to my Lord, the king. Speak, he replied. <laughs> this is interesting. It reminds me of Moses kept, was it Moses or Abraham? Some one of them would just kept. Oh, yeah, when Moses was inquiring of God concerning, was it no? Abraham was inquiring of God concerning the destruction of Lot or uh, the destruction of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. He's like, all right, if there is over 200 whatever righteous folks there, will you still spare uh, Sodom and Gomorrah or whatever? And he's like, if there's 200 or whatever, yeah, I'll spare him. He's like, all right. Forgive me, my Lord. What if there is 100? And he just keeps counting down and out. Just, yeah, more and more requests. You know, this kind of reminds me of that. 
The woman asked, Why have you devised something similar against the people of God? When the king spoke as he did about this matter, he had, has pronounced his own guilt. The king has brought back his own banished one. We will certainly die and be like water poured out to the ground, which can't be recovered. God would not take away a life. He would devise plans so that the one banished from him does not remain banished. Now, therefore, I've come to present this matter to my lord, the king, because the people have made me afraid. Your servant thought, I must speak to the king. Perhaps the king will grant his servant's request. The king will surely listen in order to keep his servant from the grasp of this man who would illuminate both me and my son for God's, from God's inheritance. Your servant thought, maybe the word of my lord, the king. Your servant thought, may the word of my lord, the king, bring relief. For my Lord, the king is able to discern the good and the bad like the angel of God. May the Lord your God be with you. Then the king answered the woman, I'm going to ask you something. Don't conceal it from me. Let my Lord, the king, speak, the woman replied. The king asked, did Joab put you up to all this? Hmm. The woman The woman answered, as you live, my, I got to go back and look who Joab was again, because I'm, I'm like half sleep <laughs> as I record this, and I vaguely remember Joab, and yeah, his father, Zariah. Anyway, all right, the woman answered, as you live, my lord, the king, no one can turn to the right or left from all my lord, the king says, yes, your servant Joab is the one who gave orders to me. He told your servant exactly what to say. Joab, your servant, has done this to address the issue and indirectly, but my Lord has wisdom like the wisdom of the angel of God, knowing everything on earth. It's amazing that God knows every single detail about what happens on the earth, like every single detail, every single detail. He's involved in the de daily details of our lives. The daily detours, the daily divine interruptions, when we're just going through our day and wishing we could just stay on track with our day, and then somebody or something comes along to kind of distract us, but in a good way, if we just would see it as a good thing. Anyway, it just amazes me that God is in every detail of our lives and knows everything. Then the king said to Joab, to Joab, I hereby grant this request. Go bring back the young man Absalom. Joab fell with his face to the ground in homage and blessed the king. Today, Joab said, your servant knows I have found favor with you, my lord, the king, because the king has granted the request of your servant. So Joab got up, went to Geshur and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. However, the king added, he may return to his house, but he may not see my face. So Absalom returned to his house, but he did not see the king. No man in all Israel was as, was as handsome and highly praised as Absalom. Hmm. So GQ. From the sole of his foot to the top of his head, he did not have a single flaw. When he shaved his head, he shaved it at the end of every year because his hair got so heavy for him that he had to shave it off. He would weigh the hair from his head and it would be five pounds according to the royal standard. Wow. 
Three sons were born to Absalom and a daughter named Tamar. Mm, all right, so here's the third Tamar right here. Tamar named him after his named her after his daughter after his sister. Tamar number three. Cause remember this the Tamar that Judah raped, and then the Tamar that um that Amnon raped, and then this Tamar, daughter of Absalom. Absalom Right, three sons were born to Absalom and a daughter named Tamar, who was a beautiful woman. Absalom, not to be confused with Tamar Braxton, or Tamar Braxton, I wouldn't say that. Absalom resided in Jerusalem two years, but never saw the king. Then Absalom sent for Joab in order to send him to the king, but Joab was unwilling to come to him. So he sent again a second time. But he still would not come. Then Absalom said to his servants, See, Joab has a field right next to mine, and he has barely he has barley there. Go and go and set fire to it. So Absalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab came to Absalom's house and demanded, Why did your servants set my field on fire? Look, Absalom explained to Joab, I sent for you and said, Come here. I want to send you to the king to ask, why have I come back from Gesher? I'd be better off if I were still there. So now, let me see the king. If I'm guilty, let him kill me. Joab sent. Went, Joab went to the king and told him. So David summoned Absalom, who came to the king and paid homage with his face to the ground before him. Then the king kissed Absalom. Restoration at his finest. So, Absalom, Absalom gets a, say, three sons and a daughter named Tamar, or Tamar, however you want to say it. And then, yeah, he gets a kiss from David, which is like a seal of approval, saying, hey, you're good. We're good. I'm not going to destroy you. I'm not going to throw you in prison. I'm not going to kill you for what you, what you did to... Amnon, you go with me. And that's a lesson for all of us that we have when we accept Jesus in our heart, that, that we have that restoration. We have that seal of approval from our Father in heaven. We don't need any kisses, any validation, any yeah, none of that from a woman or a man, uh, opposite sex. God provides all that. Just saying. Just saying, just saying, just saying, this is my reflection. You might come to a different ending than me or, yeah, reflection of your own. Speaking of reflections, these are my reflections. All right, let's read the rest of these Tony Evans notes and then, yeah, shut it down. Oh, man, I'm so, so tired. Oh, man, I'm so, so tired. Hmm. All right, here we go. What am I even reading? All right, okay, here we go. David wanted Absalom back, but he couldn't just send for him and pretend everything was fine. Or the people might think the king didn't take Absalom's crime of murder seriously. 
Yeah, he been had would have been setting a precedent for law, <laughs> saying this this is okay what Absalom did in killing his brother, in revenge. Yeah, I don't think yeah because they're normally the law says there's supposed to be a proper trial, and that's why you have ref cities of refuge, so that yeah Abnon would have will have to be tried for his crime first before, yeah, Absalom just took matters into his own hands. So anyway, it's a lot going on here. I'm trying to keep up. Uh, finally, Joab, David's army commander. Okay, that's who Joab is. David's army commander came up with a reunion plan and persuaded a wise woman from Tekoa located 10 miles south of Jerusalem to carry it out. Her words were a ruse to show David that while he was willing to grant clemency to some some unnamed murderer, he'd not granted it to his own son. Mm. I love how she basically brought up I, when I was in College at Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. I remember I had to take a criminal law class. Got a C in that joker. I don't know. I didn't really apply myself as much as I probably should have. But I can't blame the professor. But I wasn't really clicking with him like the other ones. But uh, yeah, we used to do a lot of case law and discuss a lot of different scenarios. And like this, then this, you know, and then how to determine what the what the um type of crime it should be like a yeah, misdemeanor felony and like some other stuff we had labels for it but anyway yeah you should go through a lot of hypothetical scenarios and different case laws we read them out loud things that happen and uh that's what it kind of reminds me of with this woman talking to david like that and yeah the very thing david said should happen for this stranger you're like she's like well you haven't done that for your own son I was just talking to my brother about that, how I, how do I say this? A close friend used to ask me why was it so easy, easy for me to to give to strangers and help strangers, but so hard for me to like really invest in my own children. And I felt like that was kind of unfair, but, um... Yeah, I don't know if I still have the answer. The answer I don't think I still have the answer to that question. I think the biggest thing is, uh, and I've had this conversation with my father and other folks, just there's less expectations, I guess. Well, not in all circumstances, but in a lot of them. You know, if it's a complete stranger, there's not a whole lot of expectations for you to, how do I say it? You're not, you don't have a soul tie with that, that stranger, the way you do with your own family and friends. So, you know, anyway, once again, that's a whole conversation tangent for another day. Let's keep reading. David gave Joab permission to bring Absalom back to Jerusalem, yet under one condition, he may not see David's face. Such a half-hearted attempt at reconciliation was bound to fail. Hmm. Physical, the physical attributes described here will become important in helping explain how Absalom would be able to raise such a large following against his father. 
Yet while the text says he did not have a single physical flaw, he did develop one fatal character flaw, pride. Hmm. Like a sulky child, Absalom had Joab's barley field set on fire to get his attention. As a result, Joab interceded for Absalom and went to the king. Unfortunately, the reunion between David and his son would prove to be a case of too little, too late. All right. So, it's not all roses in this situation. Looks like the drama continues this week on As the Bible Turns. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that show, As the World Turns. I never watched it, but it's a soap opera. But, oh, yeah, or After the Fall. My brother and I, we talk about that series. Like, we have a TV series called After the Fall. Don't go stealing that, y'all. But on this episode, after the fall, David tries to reconcile with his son Absalom after Absalom killed uh, David's oldest son, probably his favorite son, because <laughs> he's the oldest, Abnon. Abnon. Was it Abnon? Yeah. Probably getting all these facts mixed up, but oh, well, y'all gotta forgive me. I'll go fact check my own. Yeah. David tries to reconcile with his abs- with his son Absalom. Will it work? Will David? Will David finally realize that he should have done this a long time ago? How will Absalom react? Stay tuned for the next episode of After the Fall. <laughs> and they had that little creepy organ music playing. Organ music. I don't even know how it goes. You know what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> like that Betty Davis movie music. All dramatic. All right. Let's hop on this Romans Road to Salvation. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or fallen short or missed the mark. And comes, yeah, all have sinned. I missed the mark of veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, For the cost of sin and the wages of sin is death, but the free eternal gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrated or showed his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 10.9-10 says that if we... Yeah, Romans 10, chapter 10, verses 9 through 10 says that if we will confess out loud with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and will believe in our hearts that God has raised him from the dead, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe that we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths, we confess that we have been saved. And lastly, Romans ten thirteen says, For whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So you can simply say this prayer to ask Jesus into your heart and be changed forever and to say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I missed the mark. I know I've veered off the path so many times. I know my sin or my missing the mark, veering off the path, deserves to be punished I believe Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, amazing, precious name we pray.
Amen. All right. Till next time, y'all. Be blessed. Keep your head on the swivel. And tip your Instacart, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Uber, anybody. Tip everybody. <clears throat> tip your grandma. Tip the mailman. Tip everybody, especially with the holidays coming around. Anyway. And just don't give them no, like, goofy tip. Yeah, you can tell them, like, a yeah, joke tip. You know, corny about looking both ways before crossing the street, something like that. But, um, but yeah, you can give them a tip book. You know, the book tip, tip books, C-spot run and all that kind of stuff. But, nah, give them the, uh, don't give them the stuff that jingles, but the, Money that folds, there you go. Something like that. To use a coming to America line. Anyway, holla.